How's it going? Doing all right. All right, welcome back to the Word Podcast. I'm Julian Spivey, the editor, writer, creator of the Word Webzine. You can find us online at thewordwebzine.weebly.com. And Eric Fulton, my sports guy, is joining us once again. We're going to do part eight of our 10-part series of the greatest athletes of all time by number, where we pick uh, the greatest athlete in sports history by jersey number, and in some cases, car number for auto racing. And uh, we are on uh, jersey numbers 71 through 80 today. A lot of football players on my list, at least. Uh, Erica, how you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I am doing well. You want to go ahead and get right into the list? Yeah, let's do it. Who do you have at number 71? The greatest 71 in sports I got, history. I got the um, Alex Karras as my number 71. Mm-hmm. Uh, played in the NFL. Was actually an actor as yeah. well. After um, his career, he was. Yeah, it was. Uh, he was actually played the dad in uh, the '80s sitcom Webster. Yeah, and a lot of people may know him as Mongo, the guy who gets drunk and punches a horse in Mel Brooks's Blazing Saddles. Yeah, he was also he was a really good um, NFL player. A lot of people forget about that. Yeah, he was a uh, three-time first-team All-Pro for the uh, uh, Detroit Lions, who he played for from 1958 to 1970. Uh, so he's a, and he, so he's a Hall of Fame football player as well even if a lot of people do know him from his uh, acting career, his second career. Uh, Alex Karras is uh, my sec- is my runner-up for number 71. Uh, the guy I went with at uh, number 71 is Bobby Isaac, who is a NASCAR Hall of Famer. He was the Winston Cup champion in uh, 1970. Actually, I think that was two years before Winston took over. He was the NASCAR Grand Champion, that is, in 1970. He won an incredible 37 races from 1964 to 1972. Maybe only Richard Petty won more races during that span. I know not many people would have won 37 races. Uh, He kind of had a... uh, uh, short career kind of gave it up a few years after uh, 1972 at an early age. Uh, so he is my greatest number 71. I had Karras as my backup. Who was your runner up? Uh, my runner up was Walter Jones, the um, former offensive lineman for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, great offensive lineman. I have I have a few offensive linemen on my list. I expect you probably will too. The greatest number 72, in my opinion, in sports history is Carlton Fisk who is arguably one of the top five catchers in Major League Baseball history, even though he was overshadowed for a bunch of his career by Johnny Bench in the National League. Uh, Fisk was an 11-time All-Star, a three-time Silver Slugger, uh, made the uh, Hall of Fame in, I believe, the year 2000, uh, and uh, just really one of the most durable catchers in, in history. He caught for his entire career, which spanned from 1969 to, I believe, 1991 or 1992. I have Carlton Fisk as the greatest 72 in sports history. Who is yours, Eric? I agree with you. I went with uh, Carlton Fisk on this one. Who is your uh, runner-up? Um, Dallas Cowboys legend Ed Tall jones Yeah, I'm going to go with Ed Tall jones as well as my runner-up. He was the number one uh, pick in the 1974 NFL draft, spent his entire career with the Cowboys, and was a three-time all pro. I was surprised to find out that he is not, I don't believe, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised about that. One, I, I figured he would be in, uh, inducted at some point, but unfortunately he's not. Uh, who, in your opinion, is the greatest number 73 in the history of sports? 
I went with another um, offensive line. I went with John Hanna. Mm-hmm. I agree with John Hanna, a New England Patriots legend, plays his entire career uh, for the Pats from 1973 to 1985. When Hanna retired, he was considered by many to be the greatest offensive lineman in NFL history. He has since been surpassed by at least Anthony Munoz of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, but Hanna was a 10-time All-Pro and uh, just one of the all-time greats at his position. I believe uh, recently he was named as one of the uh, greats by the 100th anniversary NFL team. Uh, I had another offensive lineman as my runner-up. I went with Larry Allen, who spent most of his career making uh, uh, all pros for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and uh, he's also one of the greatest O-linemen to ever play the game of, of football. Uh, who was your runner-up? I went with Larry Allen, too. Okay. What about the greatest number 74 in sports history, Eric? Who did you choose? There's, there's a lot, there's of, a great lot of great defensive um, players. Yeah. A lot of good ones. Um, I went with another great offensive lineman, um, Houston Oilers legend uh, Bruce Matthews. Okay. Uh, this is how good 74 is in NFL history. I don't even have Bruce, Bruce Matthews as my runner-up. Uh, I went with Bob Lilly, known as Mr. Cowboy, spent his entire career with Dallas Cowboys from 1961 to 1974. He was a seven-time uh, first-team All-Pro, and he's one of the guys who made the NFL's 100th anniversary team as well. Uh, was he your runner-up? Oh, actually, I went with Merlin Olson. Okay, we have the same runner-up. Uh, Merlin Olson was my runner-up, uh, selected to, at the time, a Pro Bowl record 14 uh, 14 straight Pro Bowls. I believe a few people have tied that, but I don't think anybody's surpassed it since then. He was a five-time first-team All-Pro uh, defensive tackle, played his entire career with the Los Angeles Rams from 1962 to 1976. And much like Alex, Alex Karras, who we uh, started the show talking about, uh, also became an actor following his football career, and uh, most notably on the TV series uh, Little House on the Prairie. Uh, so did you have anything you wanted to add about Merlin Olson? I didn't. You, you, you summed it up pretty well. I believe he was also a uh, uh, NFL announcer for quite a while as well. He was, yes. Arguably two of the greatest defensive uh, uh, players of all time uh, wore number 75 in, in the NFL. Uh, the guy who I'm going as the greatest of all time is Mean Joe Green, who played with the Pittsburgh Steelers from 1969 to 1981, led that defense to four Super Bowl titles. Green was a five-time First-team All-Pro player. He won the Defensive Player of the Year award in the NFL twice. Uh, he is my greatest 75. Who did you choose, Eric? I went with David Deacon Jones. Okay, That's Deacon Jones is my runner-up. Why did you uh, place him above Joe Green on your list? I well, I mean, because this guy—he was one of the you know earliest um, great defensive players. He was just you know he could like literally beat you up if you were a um if you were just that uh that guy who just tackled him he was a pro football hall of famer in 1980 played for washington played for san diego and the rams Mm -hmm. um he was a teammate with merlin olsen on that defensive line yeah that was an incredible um i mean just absolutely that they they that the rams were very stacked with Mm -hmm. You got Rosie Greer, Marin Ozen, Lamar Lundy. Mm-hmm. I mean that they're, they're, that was a defensive line that quarterbacks feared. Yeah. Um, he had uh, let's see, he had twenty one and a half sacks in nineteen sixty seven, and twenty two and sixty four 
he had one of the greatest sack career. I mean, mm-hmm. um, careers ever. And he's actually the guy stats. who coined the term sack. A lot of people may not realize. Uh, before before then, I think it was just considered just like another tackle, but of the quarterback. And Deacon Jones is basically the guy who said, "We're going to call this thing a sack." And like Joe Green, he was also a two time uh, NFL Defensive Player of the Year winner, eight time Pro Bowler, five time. Mm-hmm. First team, uh, three times second All Pro. Yes, he was. Uh, was Joe Green your runner up, or did you go somewhere uh, else? Yeah, Joe Green was my runner up. But that was, I mean, it was hard for me to yeah. pick between. They are arguably uh, two of the Jones. arguably two of the ten greatest defensive players in the history of the National Football League. So we just flip flopped those guys on seventy five. Uh, who do you have as the greatest number seventy six of all time? Um, he he's got a. Um, college football award named after him as the best kicker. Mm-hmm. I went with uh, Lou Groza. I also went with Lou Groza, and he was a two-way player back then. You pretty much had to be. He was both a kicker, uh, one of the greatest kickers of all time, and uh, he was also an offensive tackle uh, for the Cleveland Browns. So he played for from 1946 to 1967, was a four-time champion with the Browns uh, back before the Super Bowl era. Uh, and he was a four-time first-team All-Pro and the 1954 NFL MVP, which is something you don't see a whole lot for uh, kickers, but again, also was a two-way player playing offensive tackle. Uh, do you have anything you want to add about Groza? No, nah, that's all I have. My runner-up for 76 is Marion Motley, who was actually Groza's teammate with the Cleveland Browns from 46 to 1953. He led the NFL in rushing in 1950. He was a two-time All-Pro first-team. And uh, most notably for Motley, along with his teammate Bill Willis, he helped break the NFL color barrier in 1946, which was actually one year before Jackie Robinson integrated baseball. A lot of people may not know that about Marion Motley, but he's one of the most important players in the history of the NFL. Uh, Who is your runner-up? Marion Motley. Yeah. Uh, Who do you have as the greatest number 77 in uh, sports history? Well, I decided to go with another hockey player. Okay. Um, we hadn't had many hockey players on our list so far, mm-hmm. but I went with uh, Ray Bork. He played uh, 22 years, most of them with the Boston Bruins, um, won his only Stanley Cup with the Colorado Avalanche in his final year in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, just one of the um, strongest players to play the, in the National Hockey League. Um, won, I think, four um, Norris trophies for the best defenseman in the National Hockey League. Uh-huh. So I had to go with uh, Ray Bork. He is actually my runner-up. Uh, I chose Red Grange, known as the Galloping Ghost, one of the first uh, true superstars in, in football. He uh, played in the NFL from 1925 to 1934, mostly with the Chicago Bears. He was a two-time uh, NFL All-Pro member, first team. Uh, He was a national champion in college football in 1923 with the University of Illinois. Uh, He is both, importantly, a charter member of the College Football and Pro Football Hall of Fames. So I went with the Galloping Ghost Red Grange. Was he your runner-up, or did you go somewhere else at number 77? I actually went with another defenseman, um, Paul Coffey. Won multiple cups with the Edmonton Oilers. Also um, won won a cup with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, another one of the all-time great defensemen mm-hmm. um, in the National Hockey League, but it's more of an offensive defenseman. He scored a lot of goals as far as um, a defenseman is concerned. But um, I had to go. I had to go hockey because, like I said, we didn't have. Yeah, we don't get too much hockey, hockey players. It's good but, to get some in. But yeah, it's good to get someone in. 
Uh, number 78, in my opinion, this is a great position in football history too. A great number, that is. Uh, I'm going to go with Bruce Smith, who was a two-time Defensive Player of the Year, an eight-time first-team All-Pro, made the 100th anniversary team just a couple years ago, uh, spent the bulk of his career with the Buffalo Bills, uh, who drafted him number one overall in 1985 out of Virginia Tech, and his 200 NFL sacks is an NFL record. So I went with Bruce Smith. Who did you go with at 78? Bruce Smith was my runner-up. I thought you might have gone somewhere else. I'm going Anthony Munoz, okay. but honestly, think about it. Anthony Munoz, Art Shell, Bruce Smith, Jackie Slater, all of them Hall of Famers and all wore 78. Mm-hmm. And we only have room for two of them. Uh, Munoz was my runner-up. Tell people why you chose him as your greatest 78 of all time. Um, I mean, he was probably – he's probably the greatest player in the history of the Cincinnati Bengals. If you, I would say so, yes look at their history um because many consider him to be the greatest offensive lineman of all time yeah he's considered yeah he's right up he's he's very up there he's very high on that list and i mean helped the Bengals um get to two super bowls in the 80s um just one of the one of the strong um one of the toughest players to play in uh, his position. I mean, Bruce Smith, yeah, I, I mean, that was a great pick by you, but it was just there's so many D linemen that yeah. we have on, our, on this list. On our list, I just, I just, I had to go with offensive linemen. All right. Uh, was Smith your runner up? Yeah. Who do you think is the greatest number 79 in the history of sports? I went with Rosie Brown. I actually did too. Uh, tell us a little bit about Rosie Brown. Wow, uh, Rosie Brown, what a great uh he played a long time uh sorry. <laughs> he he was a great defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. No, actually offensive, yeah, tackle. offensive tackle. Yeah, another sorry. great offensive, offensive lineman tackle, on the show today. Tackle, played with the Giants um his entire career with mm-hmm. the New York football giants from the from the in the fifties and sixties. Mm-hmm. Um was named um to the list of sporting news list of 100 greatest football players. He was a um, 13 time hall of famer went with uh, Morgan state. Um, he's in the ring of honor, won a championship with the Giants, nine time pro bowler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That championship came with the Giants 1956 pre Super Bowl era. Uh, he was also my choice for the greatest 79 in sports history. My runner up was Harvey Martin who uh, played defensive end for the Dallas Cowboys from 1973 to 1983. He was the Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl twelve and uh, first-team uh, uh, first All-Pro in 1977, which is the year that he won NFL's Defensive Player of the Year. Who was your runner-up at 79? I also went with uh, Harvey Martin. Okay. I think the least surprising choice that we're going to make in this episode is at number 80. So you just want to say it on three? Yeah. All right. One, two, three. Jerry, Jerry Rice, Rice. Uh, greatest wide receiver ever. I considered him as long, well as many to be probably the greatest player in NFL history before Tom Brady started winning some uh, late Super Bowls in his career, uh, still doing so. Uh, uh, Rice owns all the important wide receiver NFL records. Uh, he was a uh, six-time yardage leader, a two-time receptions leader, a six-time receiving touchdowns leader. Uh, he's a two-time offensive player of the year winner won three Super Bowls with the San Francisco 49ers and is a 10-time first-team All-Pro. So just 
by far, in my opinion, some some would argue this, but I think by far the greatest wide receiver in NFL history. Yeah, it's not even close. Well, some I people mean, say it, that it, Randy Moss may have had more talents, but I got to go with the guy who put up the numbers. Exactly. And, you know, Rice has Super Bowls. Moss doesn't. That's right. That's I right. Mean, uh, my runner-up for the uh, uh, greatest 80 of all time is another great NFL wide receiver. I went with Chris Carter. Uh, he scored 130 touchdowns in his career with 1,400 receiving yards, was a two-time first-team All-Pro, and this was while Jerry Rice was doing this. And he led the NFL in receiving touchdowns three times. So I went with Carter, who played a bulk of his career with the Minnesota Vikings at wide receiver. Who was your runner-up? Chris, guy, I mean – we also mean to mention like guys like Helen Winslow, legendary tight end, mm-hmm. uh, then San Diego Chargers, and Steve Largent. Mm-hmm. I almost went with Largent. Another great wide right receiver that um, that played for the Seahawks. They both wore eighty, but I had to. I agree with you. I had to go Chris Carter as my runner up. Okay, that does it for our list. I just wanted uh, to run down our choices. At seventy one, I went with NASCAR Hall of Famer Bobby Isaac. You went with Alex Karras. We agreed with Carlton Fisk at seventy two. We agreed with John Hanna at 74, 73 rather. Uh, for 74, I went with Bob Lilly. You went with another offensive lineman, Bruce Matthews. At 75, I chose Mean Joe Green. You went with Deacon Jones. At 76, I went with uh, – having trouble reading my handwriting here. You went with Marion Mott. Oh, actually, no, we both went with Lou Groza. No, we both agreed on Lou Groza. 77, no, I both. went Red Grange. You went hockey with Ray Bork. At 78, we flip-flopped our runner-up and and who we considered the greatest. I went with Bruce Smith. You went with Anthony Munoz. At 79, we both chose Roosevelt, Rosie Brown. And, of course, at number 80, we both chose Jerry Rice. Uh, I want to remind people that you can go back and listen to the first seven episodes of our list where we chose the greatest uh, athletes in sports history from number zero through 70. And uh, we have two more episodes coming up in the next few months. And I uh, would like to uh, thank Eric for joining me once again and would like to mention that you can find us on social media at the word webzine at both Twitter and Facebook. And be sure to uh, leave us a review and a rating anywhere you listen to our podcast. Uh, so, Eric, thanks once again for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Can't wait to get to those final two uh, lists that we got. I'll see you soon. All right. All right. Take care.